Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. We're now on episode seven of uh, season five. <laughs> you were hoping that there was an arc name for that one. I know, I'm so used to episode whatever of Descent of the Colourdens, mm. even now, months later. Mm. Uh, this is episode seven, uh, and which means, based on our current sort of on and off again uh, series of episodes, this will be one of Danny's rooms. Yes. Finally, That's true. Again. I've written a thing. <laughs> You're One at- of four rooms or whatever that I've had to write in the last three months. Yeah, it's been pretty ridiculous the amount of people who've come in with their own rooms this season, but it's been great. Uh, they've been really well so far. Uh, and so I hope you enjoy listening to Danny actually get to be in the driver's seat again. Or is this not the driver? Who's in the driver's seat? Is it the person hosting it or the person playing it? I mean, you'd better hope I'm not in the driver's seat because Danny's the apparently road. I listen to all my backseat drivers way too much yeah. and I never tell them to shut up. We've got new people in the driver's seat and Danny gets to be the road that they're driving on. <laughs> um, so uh, every episode we have guests come on and play through a room that Danny has created just out of her imagination. Uh, and this episode, our guests are Julian and Jonah from Curly Bros Games. Hi, guys. Hello. How are you doing? Lovely to have you here. <laughs> it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, yeah, so, <laughs> look, often we have other kind of podcasters and, and other famous entertainers on the show. <laughs> um, uh, but you guys are kind of from the, the other aspect of, of all of this, which is the gaming side of stuff. So... Do you want to give like a quick rundown of, of Curly Bros Games and, and stuff that you've got going on at the moment? Yeah, certainly. So we are Curly Bros Games and we have, uh, we're in the midst of uh, kind of publishing our first game, uh, well which done. is called Tremor. Yeah, so Tremor is set in a post-apocalyptic world destroyed by climate change. And you're playing as ancestral spirits of various different animal species. And your goal is, as those ancestral spirits, to navigate the last of your species to their last remaining natural habitat while navigating a series of disasters. And by navigating, I mean, like, using your ancestral powers to, like, help your penguins literally (laughs) surf tsunamis and, you know, get swept away by cyclones. And it basically ends up being... Um, a chaotic race. Yeah, a chaotic race against uh, the other animals fighting for survival. Yeah. Now, I haven't played it yet, but from the looks of the back, the impression that I got was that it was like maybe a less co-op forbidden island sort of thing. Uh, was yeah, there any so, similarity to that or am I totally off base? The the similarities are that the board is are tiles. The board is made of tiles. It's more like forbidden desert in the, that oh. the tiles move around because oh, forbidden nice. island, those tiles don't really move around. Ah, yeah, they but just sink. They just kind of sink and disappear. <laughs> but the level at which the tiles move around in Tremor is like a lot more. Nice. Like the, the board is constantly shifting and That's moving cool. around. And it, it shifts basically... It's very pattern-based, so the different disasters all shift and manipulate the board in a different way. Gotcha. So tsunamis will, like, swap tiles, whereas cyclones will kind of rotate them and that kind of uh, thing. That's really cool. Yeah. That just changes the way you have to then get to that's your... That's right. It's a it's a yeah. different maze every turn that you're trying to solve. Awesome. Oh, I like that. That's very cool. Uh, and so you guys at the moment have just started a Kickstarter for this, or you're yeah. in the midst of it? And that's launching today. Yeah. In the future. If that's the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the day that this comes out. Yeah, yeah. October 4th, if that's right. Yeah, yeah October yeah. 4th. All right, so people who are listening to this, you can get in on the ground floor. Uh, there are links in the show notes, either below or on the next tab or however, whatever whatever player you're using in those show notes. There's a link to that Kickstarter. So go and check it out and donate and get on. Is there, what, is there, yeah, do you know what they're so, going to win? What yeah, are they going to win? Well, it, <laughs> 
Well, first and foremost, they're going to get the game. Yes. Um, delivered to their doorstep, and no matter where they are in the world. And we've seen the prototype, and it looks pretty freaking pro. It's pretty snazzy. You Thank want you. this game delivered. Very, very kind. <laughs> well, on the Kickstarter as well, you can uh, you can watch videos and, and verify that it's not just these nice podcasters who like our products. You watch <laughs> reviews and things like that. Um, but what you'll also be doing is helping us plant trees. So for every game that we're able to fund on Kickstarter, we also have partnered with this amazing NGO called Tree Sisters. You know, the Curly Bros and the Tree Sisters have a great Aww. synergy. And they um, <laughs> they plant five trees for every game we fund. And they're, they're designed, um, their entire company is about accelerating tropical reforestation. Mm. So, so, so the more people buy the game, well, the more people donate to the Kickstarter, the more you're going to make sure that this game is real and also the more you're going to make sure this game is never, ever yeah, real. Exactly. <laughs> Which yeah. wonderful. So, really contradictory, but not at all. We at say um, we want to get uh, Tremor on your on your kitchen table and keep it out of your backyard, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> uh, wonderful. So uh, when we have guests on, we always ask the same questions uh, because of what this show is. Uh, it's escape rooms and tabletop role-playing. So to start with... Uh, do you guys have any escape room experience? Yes. yes. I have played about seven escape rooms, I think. About Honest. that. Mostly yeah. around the, in Sydney? Or? Yeah, in Sydney. One in New Zealand. Hmm. Yeah. We had nice. a great time. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> How many have you played? I've probably played about five, I would say. I, it would be more if it wasn't for a particularly harrowing experience I had in, in Mexico. Hmm. <laughs> so it was in Mexico City. I was in um, an escape room and escaping the room. It was saw themed. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, which I'm is already. which is scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which is already a, a high a high base to start from. Um, but once we were in, I got hit with the worst bout of food poisoning <laughs> I have ever had oh, in my oh entire God. life. Oh, dear. And I was literally chained to a thirty kilo <laughs> concrete ball. And I realized I was doing it with my girlfriend and I was like, no, I actually need to escape this. Yeah. And this was, this was a pretty, ASAP. this was a pretty new like escape room. It wasn't one of those like fancy ones with the emergency buttons on every window. Yeah. And this was like, they had just kind of tapped out and gone to go read a book or something. There was, oh. there was no one. I was like, no, we need to solve this. Like we need to solve this. And it was. It ended up. We don't up, have an hour anymore. Yeah, we don't have an hour. We have about seven minutes, and that's with a lot of pain. So it, it became this like insane, frantic thing. And she 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 took a lot of the the weight on her shoulders, just like solving a bunch of things. But it was like because I was chained. It was one of those ones where like I had to give the instructions, and she had to solve it. Yeah, and course. I like didn't really ever get unchained. So that was kind of ideal. If it had been the other way around. I you just I would have messed up that room for a long time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Well, that's, that's not a concern here. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've watched what I've been eating for the last week before yeah, I came on, just in case. <laughs> uh, oh, wonderful! Uh, and so, uh, other than that, uh, the other aspect of the show is it's kind of tabletop role playing style. So, do you have much experience in terms of tabletop role playing? Or even just table. Obviously, you have some tabletop gaming. Lots uh, of tabletop experience. gaming. Yeah, we, we, yeah, that's probably all we do with our free time is tabletop yes. gaming. As for RPGs, have you N played many? Not many RPGs. I think just one little session. Oh yeah, yeah. I've been playing only RPGs. I love like video game RPGs. Mm. Of course, played, played a lot of those. But yeah. in terms of the the tabletop experience, I haven't. Um, 
I personally haven't got deep. We it's just, something our group's been talking about doing for about five years and just hasn't got around. To we it. are going through Gloomhaven. I don't know if that. Oh, counts. that's got that scratches the same sort of itch. Yeah, like it's a similar. It's a similar sort of feeling for Gloomhaven. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of like for us, it's still a tabletop game. Yeah, we can see it, so we it's what we know. But <laughs> at least there's some character building and whatnot. And we played the Pandemic Legacies and things like yeah. that. And maybe. I guess there's as much role-playing there as you put in it, right? Yeah. It's, I yeah. mean, it's like us doing character voices the entire time we play Betrayal at House on the Hill. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We love that one. <laughs> well, we, we role-play Sheriff of Nottingham. Every, oh, every, time, yeah. every time someone's the sheriff, it's like, oh, what's in the bag? <laughs> <laughs> well, wonderful. That's all you need. Um, all right. Well, uh, I guess we probably are ready to get going. Now, uh, I will not be uh, playing this one. I, I was doing the play test, so it'll be just... The, the two J's playing this one. Yeah. Uh, so so if you need any help, I'll be here to help, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I'll phone a friend. And for people listening at home, if this is the first episode you've listened to, uh, the entirety of the game that you're about to hear is available, again, in the show notes as well. If you want to download the whole room, you can play it with friends yourself. Uh, that's all free. Uh, so check that out as all the supplementary material that you're going to need to run the game yourself. So if you enjoy this, you can go and play it. Play it with friends. Be, take, take, be the road. And let other people oh. take the driver's seat. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Danny. One important question before we get started. Do you want to be the NPC? Ooh. Ooh. Oh, you did so well in the playtest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the people who get to hear the playtest deserve to hear something different. Oh, okay. I'll be the NPC. All right. So let's get started. Your eyes feel sore and unwilling to open. Your brain is fuzzy. The last thing you remember, your swords were at your sides and you were struggling to get your armor-clad bodies from one end of the Jade Forest to the other. The Queen's youngest son, James, had been taken hostage and she was hiring only the best knights in the realm to negotiate his return, hence your journey. But you never made it to the palace. Instead, as you traversed the trees, you were surrounded by a mysterious grey fog which knocked you unconscious. Now, here you are. You finally get your eyes open. You're inside a small hut, lying sprawled on the floor in front of a closed door. There are high wooden rafters on the ceiling above you. This is hard to draw. I don't know how to draw. I, I was like, how do you draw rafters without taking over the entire map? Lines. Go ahead. I'll just make idea. this 3D for you guys. No worries. <laughs> a small chest of drawers sits to the left of the door, and in the near right corner is a bed. There's a toad sitting on the pillow. Of the bed. Uh-huh. Whoa. Leaning against the right wall is a broom. And by the left wall are three large identical brewing cauldrons. Whoa. Dig it. Against the centre of the far wall from you is a cupboard. And hanging from mounts on that wall are three swords. Kind of like yours. Whoa. I bet they are. And in the far right corner, there's a small barred cell, kind of like a prison cell. Okay, Again. so not a not a minstrel. Yes, okay. I meant to say. <laughs> yeah. oh, let us out wherever else. <laughs> we were to play in the village festival. <laughs> and in the middle of the room, wearing a pointed hat and a graying collection of stitched together rags, waving her hands over a crystal ball, <gasps> you know who this is. It's the infamous Jade Witch Shoshana. You thought she was a myth. She bares her pointed teeth at you when she sees you're awake. 
I do so love it when intruders into my forest trigger my smoke trap. They black out and do anything I say, including follow me back to my home, lie flat on the floor until I'm ready for them, even eat wild death spore mushrooms and let the poison take care of them so I don't have to. <laughs> that was a great one for me to have to type. <laughs> wild death spores? No, it can't be. If she's telling the truth, if you've unknowingly eaten those, you'll be dead in in hours, maybe less. Shoshana grins. You look a little spooked there, mortal. Would you like an antidote? Of course I have an antidote with me. Human meat tastes terrible with death spore coursing through it. Here. She walks over to you and thrusts at one of your faces a goblet of dark liquid. Drink it! You sit up, noticing in that moment that both your swords and sets of armor are gone, and you sniff the drink. It smells awful. Watching the witch carefully, you slowly bring the goblet to your lips and pretend to take a sip. The expression of unbridled, maniacal glee on Shoshana's face tells you all you need to know. As she opens her lips to cackle, you quickly lean forward and throw the contents of the goblet right at her mouth, right down her throat. And instead of cackling, Shoshana screams. Ah! Ah! Oh, no! Ah! No! No one can kill the Jade Witch! I, who have devoured, de- devoured civilization's greatest warriors, downed great empires, and destroyed, d- d- destroyed! Oh! She collapses. <laughs> and then her body dissolves in a puff of grey smoke. <laughs> All that remains are her hat, her crystal ball, and the now empty goblet and absolutely no voice whatsoever. I'm dead. Hey. Shoshana. Remember me. We hardly knew ye. You'll receive a hero's welcome when you arrive at the palace with news of the fabled witch's death, but not if the death spores kill you before you can get there. It is true that no one knows poisons and antidotes better than a witch, if an antidote does exist, you're most likely to find it right here. You suck. <laughs> and you are free to wander. Okay. I would love to lick this toad. It's <laughs> <laughs> just been, I've been thinking about it the whole time. That's the first thing you want to do? I would just lick the toad? I just, I have a good feeling about it. <laughs> what about opening the chest or something. <laughs> what have you ever found in a chest? All right, you go lick the toad and I'll open this <laughs> chest next question. to the, the door. In this, in this world, <laughs> is there only one? There's only one dead. There's only one knight just with two brains in it. I oh, is it? oh, interesting. I've been assuming that there were well, two, two people. people. You, can, you can be one person with two heads who argue with each other. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dig it. Oh, I, like, I, I so like don't dig that. <laughs> He's going to be as stubborn as hellhead. No, no, no. I'll let you do what you want to do. I mean, do. we're just going by your logo here. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. We should play as these skeleton knights. Okay, uh, skeleton knights. Can we be skeleton knights? I, maybe a skeleton not. Probably not. Knight. <laughs> that's why, that's why I wasn't going to eat your flesh oh, if yeah, you're a skeleton true. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. Well, but if you don't get out. This is what we're going to look like if we don't make mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Exactly. He says, yeah. pointing to his logo. Okay. <laughs> um, well, why don't we... I cut you a deal. We'll go to the toad. We'll go to the toad. The I'll leak it just in case it's a bad idea. <laughs> and then you can look at the drawers if I'm dead. Sure. Perfect. All right. You go up. You take a look at this toad sitting on the bed. The black and brown toad sitting on the pillow staring at you. Now, it doesn't look either poisonous or venomous. 
it does have a visible coating of slime that it's sort of secreting out of its skin. Are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> I mean, we got two heads to play with. <laughs> you lean down and you give it just a little lick and it's it's not great and you don't hallucinate anything okay. that will help you. Okay. You do it, you do notice when you get up close to it that this toad is doing some very deep voiced but quick sort of croaks. It's going ribbit, ribbit. It's like it's like it's got a stutter. Okay. What do you think? Could this throat be not a toad at all? It could be a throat. Yeah. It could. It could be. I mean, it could be could something be, like could a be princess or a prince. I'm hoping. I hope she has two heads. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, seeing as we're here, let's take a look at this broom. Yeah, you're right. This actually does look like it's a regular sweeping broom, not one for flying around or anything unnatural oh. like that. Okay. And even though this hut isn't exactly clean, it looks like the broom's had its fair share of use. There's smoky black soot all over the bottom of it, and it's like trying to use it to clean now would have the opposite effect. Mm. Where's all the soot come from? I don't see a fireplace. Um, what did the witch become? She became... She drank the potion and she became a cloud of... Grey smoke, probably. Of grey mm. smoke, not she soot. Smoke, no, she just no, sort of definitely so she, okay. smoked away. Smoked away. Okay, so it's not from the corpses of her victims, mm. which means it could just be that she's not uh, Maria condoing her place enough. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what do you reckon? Well, I'm going to take it with me. <laughs> Stick it in your inventory. Uh, yeah, yeah, nice. nice. <laughs> Look at these bars. What's with this cell? It's a whole cell? Mm. Yeah, it's like a miniature jail cell. Is there anyone in there? Well, you can see through the bars. You can't reach through them. They're a bit too tight for that. But what you can see, um, people, eh, well, there are three uncomfortably real-looking human skeletons with their skulls sort of staring hauntingly out at you. You examine the cell's door and you find it locked, but it's not a normal lock. For one thing, it's shaped like a skull. For another... You can't find any obvious place to put a key. Okay. A magic lock? A skull lock. Skull lock, okay. We're going to have to open that. Come on, man, we're dying here. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Well, I'd like to inspect the swords that are nearby now that we're at the, mm-hmm. you know, the end of the room. Sure. These three swords are almost identically designed. You see that they are similar to the ones that you wore, but not identical. Uh, The only difference between these three swords is the difference in the colour of the hilts. Mm. One of them has a gold hilt, one silver, one bronze. Easy to remember. Mm. They look like they may have belonged to some very high-ranked knights. All of them are hanging from their mounts, pointed down at the floor, but the mounts don't look very stable. Okay. High-class knights have died in this cage, right? Probably. Okay. And they're not particularly stable, so that means we could probably grab them. You have a go at trying to grab the sword and while the mounts sort of move and like shake around a little bit and you can try to wriggle them, it doesn't actually do more than just sort of rotate a bit. The swords themselves will not come down. Okay. Uh, so okay. some sort of mechanism. You're weak. 
Okay, yeah. <laughs> we're a weak <laughs> oh, we a just weak aren't very night. strong. Yeah, we've been... We have no place. We've been poisoned. In the Queen's army. We've been poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> Cut me some slack. <laughs> What's in this wardrobe? Can... Your cupboard. Oh, is that what a uh, cupboard? You don't. A wardrobe is pretty clothing implicit, isn't ah. it? A cupboard's pretty crockery implicit. Ooh. Really? It's a cupboard. Whatever. <laughs> you reach for the cupboard door handle, but when you pull on it, it also doesn't budge. Are you not strong enough? Well, it doesn't feel locked. It feels kind of sealed, like and there's some sort of magic at play that you don't understand. You turn to leave it for now, but before you can move away, you feel a strange sensation on the back of your neck. It's warm. It's scratchy and it's wet. You whirl back around and uh, th- there's a tongue where the cupboard door used to be. It's almost as big as you. It's shocking purple and it's trying to lick you, possibly in revenge for licking the toad. It's hard to say. <laughs> Just to make things worse, the tongue curls over itself and it somehow speaks. Thirsty, it gurgles. Favorite drink. We got to get to these brewing cauldrons, right? Yeah, yeah. We, <laughs> we run to the brewing cauldrons. Eager to say the Sat- angry tongues quest. <laughs> the tongue cupboard. <laughs> the three cauldrons are evenly spaced in a line. They look too heavy to move. They're a little bit corroded from overuse, but they still look like they could handle a witch's brew. However, at the moment, they are all empty. I oh, know. Okay, what have we got left? A goblet, this chest. That Do we, we want to fry this toad? <laughs> In- <laughs> this is so rude. We can't fry the toad. Oh, but he didn't turn the into fro- a prince. Well, we don't know that yet. All you did was lick it. That's true. Um, okay, <laughs> what can we make a drink out of? Um, what have we got left? There's, I mean, there's an empty goblet. Yeah, and some empty is, is cauldrons. It, is it so empty? Can we have a little cheeky peek at whether... The you certainly can, and all of that deadly liquid that Shoshana gave you is indeed gone. It's gone. You can't even see any remains of it on the floor. Now, the goblet itself is unremarkably decorated, although it's quite heavy, like it's made of a quite strong, sturdy substance. Mm. We could melt it down if we could make a fire. <laughs> or we could use it to bash down the swords. Give it a try. What do you reckon? Let's try it. Head head, head one. Let's try it, head two. (laughs) Unfortunately, bashing does not appear to be a solution. Classic magic. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Uh, You want to try melting it? uh, No, let's go to this chest of drawers. We've got to inspect everything. Oh, the te- okay, the one that's not the cupboard. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. The one I wanted to start with, but we ended up licking <laughs> yeah. a toad. Okay. <laughs> All right. There are two drawers in this. Very passive aggressive head. <laughs> <laughs> there are two drawers in this chest of drawers. Neither of them opens, but towards the top, there is a single keyhole where a key should fit. Okay. 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 Well, there's still the rafters. I wonder if. Yeah, you've almost looked at everything. You're yeah. getting there. The rafters and the ball. Okay. Well, maybe the, maybe the crystal ball will give us some hints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The rafters above your head are grim and rotting in places, but don't appear to be at risk of falling. They're much too high for you to reach up there, but you do see something growing in one of the corners. A cluster of orange and yellow mushrooms. Mm. Okay. 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 Use those to make a soup. 
Yeah. Or feed the frog. Yeah. Or, perhaps, or feed the frog. Perhaps not, because there's no doubt about it. When you look at them, those are death spore mushrooms. Oh, death no. spore mushrooms. Okay. So if you were at all skeptical of the Jade Witch had actually poisoned you, your doubts are That's very much going down. Good thing we had that unprompted second look at them. <laughs> I mean, you try to think of everything you know about these mushrooms, but most of what's coming to mind is they kill you. Okay. Even touching them can apparently leave you very sick. So maybe it's a good thing they're too what high for you to reach. What if we fed them to the tongue? Yeah, but if you touch them, well, okay, we could try and use the them broom. into the goblet. No, no, use the broom, poke them, poke them down well, into we... a goblet, <laughs> get the goblet, walk it over to the tongue, drop it in. What yeah. did the tongue ever what do to you? What did the tongue do to us? What if, what, if, oh, what if this tongue is our way out? Okay, I should stop trying to kill the things in this room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, let's, uh, we want to gaze into this crystal ball. It seems right. Mm-hmm. So miraculously, the crystal ball didn't break when Shoshana collapsed and dropped it. Perhaps it, like many other things in here, is magically strengthened. A magical crystal ball? <laughs> no. <laughs> Who would have thought it? It looks to be filled with deep blue clouds, and you pick it up to gaze into it, and the clouds begin swirling around until they start to form words. It's difficult to see, but thank goodness they're in a language you understand. Would you like to be the voice of the crystal ball, too? It says... Eyes want to be pretty. That I'm a crystal ball. Hello. Eyes, <laughs> like the ones in your face, eyes want to be pretty. Thank you, Are, you, reg- are you regretting giving me this voice? <laughs> yeah. The cockney, crystal, cockney crystal. I'm a crystal ball. <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> So oh, are we all going to do it? It's, are we it, all going to do it now? Is it, everybody on board with what that message said? It said, eyes want to be pretty. Did you write it down? Yeah, I wrote it down. Okay, wonderful. All right, I'm going to go Good back to, to Australian accent. I think we're, yes. we're upsetting the listeners. So <laughs> I, I agree, and I will say that now that you have a crystal ball available to you, in future it can function as your hint mechanism. Mm. But if this is the voice we're going with, please don't use it. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> like, that's fair. Ever. Only when absolutely necessary. <laughs> okay, eyes want to be pretty. We there's, haven't looked at this hat. There's this hat. There's the hat, right? That's yeah, all that's left. There are still a couple of things that oh, haven't been looked couple? at. Okay. Yes, a couple. Oh, the pillow. The pillow. Regular as well. listeners nice. of our show will know what I'm talking about. Mm. <laughs> but you're looking at the hat for now. All right, we'll have, totally, a, we'll have a look at the hat. That's the clearly hat. not going to help us. Go on. <laughs> no, no. It's, this is just an ongoing thing that we have. So the hat. So you don't know why this hat is the only part of Shoshana's outfit that survived, and frankly. You don't want to know. It's an incredibly stereotypical witch's hat. Tall, dark, wrinkly, pointy. Mm, okay. I put it on my head. I thought you might try that. You try to shove it onto your head, but it doesn't quite fit. Your head is just a little bit too big for it. It, it might be your hair. Your hair feels too big for it. Mm, I'll try Jonah's head. <laughs> Same sort of thing. It's just not quite getting on there properly. Should we try the frog's head? The toad's head, <laughs> it yes. It fits well and truly over the toad's head. Okay. Where's the toad gone? Well, at least it'll stop riveting. What have you done with the toad? <laughs> oh, it's under the head. Okay. I don't even know if that's going to make the recording. <laughs> okay, okay. So there must be something that we haven't looked at. or there's Under some... the pillow. Go on. We are with... Okay, is the frog on the pillow? The toad. The toad is on the pillow. I stroll over to the toad. <laughs> It's safe. It's safe to pick up. That we know. I move the the hat and the toad (laughs) and look under the pillow. All right. I guess you just sort of put them on the floor for the moment. (laughs) And you take a look. There doesn't seem to be anything hidden in nor under the bed. It's Uh, just a quite nice bed. It's got some very 
nice luxurious blankets. It's a soft feathered mattress. Kind of seems like Shoshana must have really valued her sleep. Mm. Okay, eyes want to be pretty. What about uh, there's an eye in silver? One of the swords is silver. Is that a lead? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So this cupboard wants to drink. We got a thirsty cupboard. We got a thirsty cupboard. <laughs> we got three swords that won't come down. We got we got uh, a lot of things bound skull, by magic. We got a skull lock. Yeah, you found a lot of the obstacles that need to be overcome. And yeah. we've got some empty cauldrons. They were empty, is that right? Yes. So, so we do a slow build type of escape, but then we'll just kind of snowball through. Yeah. <laughs> that very often happens. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you got to collect all your clues. That's first. right. Yeah. What's in your inventory? A uh, broom. A broom. A dusty broom. A dusty broom and a toad in a hat. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Uh I'd like to just take a general look around the walls of the room. Is there anything interesting? Paintings? Wallpapers? Uh, walls themselves? No, the walls are just very standard wooden paneling for a creepy cottage in the middle of the woods. Um, what do you got on them? So just the jail cell in one end. You got the swords mounted on them. Nothing on the wall with the cauldrons over it and nothing really on the other wall except the door that you were sitting in front of when you arrived. Did we try the front door? We haven't tried the front door. <laughs> I, I, I have, a, I have a bad feeling about trying the front door, but, you know, I would kick myself if it opened. <laughs> uh, you grab the door handle and swing the door open, revealing the jade forest outside. Okay. You aren't completely sure where you are, but based on the darkness, you're in very deep and probably hours away from either the palace or home. And there's no way that you'll survive the journey without taking an antidote first. So it might be safer to stay here for now. That makes sense. You shut the door. And almost leap back and give a strangled cry. Because now on the back of the door, there is a huge gaping visage of an eye. It swivels from side to side, not really looking at you. And then it blinks or winks, whatever. Either way, it's weird that a disembodied eye apparently has an eyelid. So you've got an eye at one end and a tongue at the other. Very cool. This witch. What the? Very cool. Okay. Now you've looked at everything. Yeah. Always try the door. Checking the door is like the slogan of the show. Try the door. Okay. It's something, it's it's because it's something I do in normal escape rooms. I'm just like, does this door open? It's because (laughs) I've been totally messed up by not looking at the door before. (laughs) I've been burned. Okay. Well, that's the eye. Okay. So there's an eye. It wants to be pretty. The eye wants to be pretty. The tongue wants a drink. Yeah. Um, Any other. Things here that could be a metaphor for another facial feature. <laughs> uh, are there any piles of dust on the floor? Why? Not, well, we've got a broom. But what's yeah, the I thought? Mean, not particularly. There's, you know, a small element of dust that you would expect from mm. a wooden cabin, <laughs> but nothing that seems particularly out of the ordinary. And like we said, the broom is so covered in this smoky sort of ash that <gasps> trying to sweep it up would have the opposite effect. I've got an idea. Okay. What if... Wait, does this eye have eyelashes? Not eyelashes, uh, just apparently you gonna, it's oh, eye. I was going to mas- give it a bit of mascara, mascara yeah. from the a- sort And of it's eyeliner. sort of blinky fake eyelid. Uh, it does have a big eyelid. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I wanted to make it look pretty. It's something to do with the eyelid, mm. and I would like to... What can you do with an eyelid? Eyes want to be pretty. Uh, what's that thing that you put on the eyes? You, put, you can put something on eyelids. Eyeliner. Yeah. And mascara. Yeah. 
or an just eye like eyeshadow? Eyeshadow. 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 <laughs> eyeshadow. That's the That's one. That's the one I was thinking of. What if and we thought was What if mascara? we brush the eyelid with this uh, broom? You pick up the broom and you wield it sort of like a weapon. You've never put makeup on a giant eye before, so <laughs> this is your best guess as to how it should go. Take this. As you ha! get well, as you get close, the eye shuts expectantly. So you sweep the broom along its wooden eyelid thing, and that movement leaves a long, smoky streak across the door. And when the eye reopens, it does indeed look like it's wearing eyeshadow. Oh, yeah. I mean, you don't know how much you describe it as pretty, but and the eye seems to know what you've done for it. It kind of looks happy. In fact, it's tearing up a little bit. An enormous teardrop wells up in the corner and dribbles down the door. Grab the goblet. When it touches the floor, you hear a fizzing sound. Oh, this eye cries acid. Go figure. Um, <laughs> see but how long this lasts. I reckon this tongue's not going to mind a bit of acid. It is a witch tongue. Yeah. You know them witches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I love, love them acid. That's what they say about witches. <laughs> I, I implore you, can you cry again? The eye continues to cry. <laughs> Just keep on saying it's ugly and it'll go no, all it's crying day. No, it's crying for joy. Don't uh, ruin the eye's day. Okay. I mean, I think you we'll, get to the same, we'll get to the same conclusion, right? We just need a crying no, eye. No, this is like Monsters, Inc. The oh, tears of a happy eye yeah. provide okay. ten times, ten times the, power. the power. Okay. <laughs> all right, we grab the goblet mm-hmm. and we try to catch some of this acid. You hold the goblet underneath the corner of the eye where the tears are coming out and a couple of large ones drop down and collect and the fizzing does not melt the metal. Nice. Must be specially reinforced for dangerous substances. Right. Very good idea you didn't drink from it. <laughs> All right, well, let's go give the tongue what it wants, I guess. I think. <laughs> I hope the tongue will tell us if it's not into this All acid. Right. You head back over to the purple tongue door and it sticks itself out expectantly, touches your hand a little bit, trying to figure out where the goblet is, and then it reaches its very tip <laughs> inside the goblet and then recoils oh. and goes, Wah! Okay, well, you know what we're going to do, right? We're going to go to these brewing cauldrons with our goblet right without acid yeah i mean they are empty we got acid <laughs> very true what if we drop the toad in the goblet? no no, toad no. <laughs> no we've decided <laughs> we're not gonna kill anything in yeah, the room sorry all right so what are you doing now other than the person you've already killed other than the, uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> we have a one death per room limit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've hit our quota for today okay yeah let's let's we hit- go to the goblet the, the, take the goblet with the acid to the to the cauldrons. I mean, if, if mm-hmm. we have an infinite supply of acid, if this doesn't if this doesn't work, we can always use it to like work on some of those uh, some of those locks that haven't been mm. particularly useful. Mm. Um, also, those uh, those mounted swords that just needed a little bit of something. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm starting to think we should do that first. <laughs> <laughs> should we try it? The swords. The swords. I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. All right, so you go up to the swords and you try putting a bit of acid and one of the mounts, you know, it gets like a tiny bit of extra corrosioniness to it, but it still only seems to be the same amount of loose as it was before. So enough that you can shake it around, move the sword side to side, but the sword just will not come out of it. Okay. And yeah, it seems to be despite your best efforts. What about the skull lock? Let's pour some acid on it. Oh, I'm, I feel like the skull lock implies a skull-shaped key, but let's go ahead and pour acid <laughs> Well, you on couldn't it. actually see any no space key. for a key oh, on that no lock. Key on no key hole. All right, let's, you know, I'm not a man to stop another man pour acid into a skull lock. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> that's, that's how they know you. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you know. From that's what the bards says. sing he's in the that, town. He's that guy. Say, <laughs> so, Jonah. Oh, he's not the kind of guy who'd ever pour acid on another. Stop a man from pouring acid on a lot. Dwyer was the the kingdom's youngest knight. <laughs> How's that for role playing? All right. <laughs> All right. Keeping all of your fingers well out of the way, you pour a bit of acid over the cell's skull-shaped lock. It fills up all the little crevices and begins to sizzle, melting it from the inside out. And eventually its structural integrity is weakened so badly that it falls right off the door. You can now get in to inspect the dead bodies, you suppose. That's what we want to do. That's right. (laughs) Seconded. They look like pretty ordinary skeletons to you, but what do I know? Everything. Can, can we can we go for a, a deeper inspection? Can we so these, pick up a skull? Well, it, the skull is still pretty attached to the rest of it, so they're all just three lying next to each other. Hey, you know there are three empty cauldrons on the other mm. side of the room. What if we go and put a skeleton in each of the cauldrons, make some bone brew, <laughs> <laughs> which is great for your health. All right. <laughs> well, I'll take this one. I'll take the same one because we've we've got two heads but only one set of arms. I put one on each ear. All right, so you pick up some amount of skeleton and you walk back over to the cauldrons and you drop one in. It takes a little bit of manoeuvring to get it in. For a second, it just sits at the bottom of the cauldron and then in a small puff of grey smoke, it vanishes and you hear a sound come from the other end of the room. You look back and the skeleton is sitting back in the cell where you found it. Oh. Which cauldron did we put it in? It's a magic cauldron. Who'd have thought? <laughs> okay. I, okay. Now what? I, I just had a. I thought that was gonna work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to deliver each of them a sword, but I don't know if we're there yet. That just feels right. What if we? I mean, you like putting hats on things. You want to put a hat on one of them? Oh yeah. Just just for the now just that, for the insta, right? <laughs> that is the best. That is the best idea you've had. Um, <laughs> well, Shoshana must have had quite a small head because without hair, her hat fits perfectly on the first skull that you try. So, to your surprise, when you stick the hat on one, a voice comes out of its mouth. Its jaw isn't moving, so it's like the hat is doing some sort of magical ventriloquism on it and the voice is clear as day. <gasps> yeah. Wow. I was a brave warrior. No one could best me in battle until that fateful day. All I recall is a flash of silver from above and then my life was over. Whoa. Yes. We'd... Crazy, right? <laughs> Okay. We, we put the hat on the next skeleton. Yeah. Oh, talking with the dead is a rather sordid form of witchcraft. But if it can help you escape, you put the hat on the second skull and again it talks to you. My troops panicked at the sight of the enemy and lost their positions. I was left exposed on my right side and that proved to be my downfall. So, so the first skeleton was killed from above. Yeah, and something to right. do with silver. Don't forget. Oh, was it? Yes. What, what was said? I missed it. I don't remember, but I remember writing down silver and underlining it. Second one said right side. So we've got the sword on the right is gold. We've got the silver sword. So okay. I think we've got the the sword partners, okay. two of them. Let's, let's we go put the hat, hat the third one. Hat, hat the third. <laughs> hat the third skelly. What's, so what's my third skeleton voice? Scottish. The opposing soldiers were cunning and did not face us directly. 
They disguised their golden weapons in the golden autumn leaves and dug pits to attack us from below, slaughtering us all. Oh, hi. <laughs> now, I don't know about you. I don't have a clue what he just said because all I'm thinking about is the accent. So I'll try it again. The opposing soldiers oh. were cunning and did not face us directly. They disguised their golden weapons in the golden autumn leaves and dug pits to attack us from below, slaughtering us all. Oh, hi. I mean, I complain, but I ask for it, don't I? We've got gold from below, we've got silver from above, and we've got uh, bronze right side. What was in the cupboard near the bed? It was just hard to open, was that right? The chest of drawers. Chest of drawers? Yes, it needed a key. Needed a key. Okay. So. I want to move these skeletons over to the swords or something. Yeah, why don't we put the one that... uh, Wanted that got killed from below by the gold sword. Why don't we put that one below the gold sword? Sure. Wait, no. <laughs> yeah. You could put it above. 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 <laughs> Obviously above. How are we going to do that? Yeah, you kind of drag it over, over there. You kind of drag it over there and then kind of look at the wall and go, I, I, I don't know how I was thinking this would work. <laughs> do you want to try putting the silver one under underneath? The, underneath? Can I we mean, just put all of them underneath for now? Yeah. It yeah. tries and it looks a little bit like you've violated nature by just sort of dragging <laughs> these dead people around. Okay. But yeah, nothing seems to happen. Sounds about right. All right. Well, um, okay. Right side. Above silver, so I think we should. Okay, what's what's above us right now? We've got rafters above us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why don't we go? Can we go have another peek at those? The rafters. Yeah. Yeah. You take a look, and again, they're very high up. They're beyond your reach. You don't see too much from where you are about them, except that there's definitely some mushrooms growing in one corner. Okay. That's... We've still got a broom. We need to explore. What about these cauldrons? You use the broom. We use the broom. That's true. It's these cauldrons. Yeah, it is these cauldrons. And it's this toad. Ribbit. <laughs> I want to put the toad in a cauldron. Didn't we try that? No, no, no. We put a skeleton and it went all the way back to the cell. Uh, I've, but- been, I've been wanting to cook this toad since we got here. <laughs> well, you're getting your wish today. <laughs> all right, let's do it. All right, you drop the toad in one of the cauldrons and it sits there and it looks up, you, up at you with pitiful eyes and its ribbit is just echoing now that it's in the cauldron. <laughs> okay. Ribbit. And then it too vanishes in a puff of smoke and goes back to the bed. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It looks a little bit surprised. Doesn't know what happened. Do you think maybe these swords might have budged a little bit now that their true owners have. Can we. Yeah. Why don't we just give them another little wiggle? Can we point a silver sword? What if we point them in different ways? Because they twist, right? They do twist, yeah. Yeah. Let's give them a point. Uh, Can you. Tell me. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to point the silver one at the first skeleton. So the silver one was the leftmost. No, no, no. Point the silver one downwards and point the golden one upwards and point the bronze one to the left. You rotate the swords one by one. They move smoothly, not giving you much feedback. But once you get the third one into position, you hear a gurgling noise behind you. It's coming from the cauldrons. They're filling up from the bottom with transparent liquid. A little bit of the corrosion like got mm. into them, making them look a tiny bit different from each other. But for the most part, did we take the frog out? Clear liquid. <laughs> the frog, yeah, the frog vanished out. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Toady. And now you want to make sure the frog's safe. Yeah. <laughs> so they're all full of the same liquid. Seems to be, yeah. Okay. 
that should we drink some whoa whoa whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to give it to the tongue first the tongue oh yeah you're right i forgot the tongue was still thirsty yeah <laughs> let's, let's fill up the goblet with some of this all right nectar. you take a bit of it and it barely looks different from water but you take it over to the tongue which is waiting expectantly you pour it on and the tongue goes good audio <laughs> <laughs> Bland. 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 Okay, so we need to spice up this brew. Yeah. Not favorite. Okay. Not favorite. We need to make this brew a little more interesting. What if we, I mean, a bit of a mushroom drink? No, no, no. no, no, no that was just a joke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, which cauldron did we take that from? Just one of them. They're all the same. No, they're all the they same. They all seem to be the same. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. What do you think? Does this tongue like uh, essence of toad? I think it could well. Now that now that we you know have a bit of a bath for the the toad to sit in, I think it might be more happy there. I don't yeah, know if it's going to teleport again. Wash the slime off and then maybe try licking it. Again. <laughs> <laughs> let's try, let's do that. Well, luckily these cauldrons aren't boiling, so yes. okay. <laughs> try. Uh, but you'd say pick up the toad, dip it in cauldron juice, <laughs> and then give it to the tongue. The tongue will like flick it away. <laughs> okay, not favorite. That's not my Donkey favorite. Kong voice. Yeah, it's, it's very. <laughs> and the toad just goes back to the bed and just rip it. I mean, this hat made everything else talk, but the hat didn't make the frog talk. The toad talk. didn't didn't really fit. It didn't fit. It has to fit. So we've got we've got some brewing cauldrons with some liquid that's not quite water. Mm. And we need to enhance the flavor of it. What do we got left? We've got a we've got a stuttering frog. Cup. Yeah, we've got a stuttering frog. Why are you stuttering, Mr. Frog? Um, Toad. Why do we keep saying frog? I don't know. It's, even I say it sometimes. It's because we've, we've got a frog. I'm not even it's, sure. because yeah, in Trevor's there's a frog. To be honest, I don't even remember why I specifically made it a toad. I just know that I did it very intentionally. I'm pretty sure my original notes say frog and I crossed it out. Okay. I don't know why. Frogs well, it's, it's slimy enough. It's frog fluid for today. <laughs> um, yeah, this is, what about this pillow, this bed? I know there's nothing interesting about it, but yeah, maybe it's got some, I don't know, some yummy... Witch sweat? Witch sweat? Witch sweat. Ugh, gross. I don't know. It might be the tongue's thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, as far as you can tell, this is just an awesome bed. Awesome bed. Okay. I want to lie in the bed just for a second. Do you it. don't have to have a sleep. Do it. No, please. You lie in the bed and you uh, you have to fight not to go to sleep because, dang, this is a comfy bed and it's really warm. Oh. Should we give in? <laughs> no, let's battle on. All right. Um, does the tongue talk? The tongue, the tongue talks a little bit. Yeah. Can we ask the tongue what kind of thing he likes or she likes? Favorite. 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 Likes favorite. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do these swords maybe? Do they come off? Do now? they come off now? No, they still don't. Okay. And in fact, as you try, you rotate one of them a little bit away from its spot and the cauldron that corresponds with it empties. Okay, let's put it back. Yep, cool. The cauldron fills up again. Hey, what if we put some of the liquids from the different cauldrons, start combining them, make a little bit of a... Let's get the cauldron. Mm -hmm. Why don't we... Can we try putting the liquid from the left one 
in the middle one. You give it a try, and as far as you can tell, it hasn't made enough of a difference to count. Okay. Okay. Let's just put mm. everything we find in these cauldrons. Fair enough. <laughs> it might be that there's another step to this cauldron puzzle that you cannot access yet. Uh, okay. Well, let's go back to this frog. Hmm. Rabbit. Seriously, in my notebook, it's frog. I'm really confused about what I've done. <laughs> Toads don't even rivet. I'm pretty sure I wasn't sure about that. I really don't know why I made it a toad. <laughs> well, it's a toad now. It's okay. canon. The, the, the toad ribbits slowly. It stutters. Ribbit. Do you think maybe it just wants to go outside? We could try. <laughs> you try to put it outside and it seems to look even sadder. Just bring it back in here. Ribbit. Oh, no, you made it stutter worse. Oh, no. Ribbit. All right. I'd like to go to this crystal ball. As, sure. as painful as it is. Yeah. The crystal ball says, that toad doesn't have a stutter. Oh. Is it just cold? A cold toad? It could be a cold toad. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we put it under the covers of the bed? I'll tuck it in. Yeah. <laughs> Seems weird. <laughs> I don't know. It's cold. The toad is surprisingly compliant as you like shuffle the blankets around it to get it warm, and suddenly its croak loses its stutter. It was just cold. Even its slime looks a little bit healthier now. Still not so healthy that licking it will help. I see that hopeful look in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> then all of a sudden, it leaps up, really, really high up. It's got powerful legs. Whoa! Oh, this the toad is how we're gonna get. Everything that we need, yeah. The rafters. Okay. Oh, that is the only thing that we need up there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a mushroom up there. Well, should we yes, get... rafters. Yeah. Yeah. So send it, go collect the... Can we talk to the toad? Well, I mean, you can try. I don't know if it'll talk back. Hey, toad. Rip it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I lost its stutter. It lost its stutter. It wasn't a stutter. It's a happier toad, and that makes me happy. No, it's sitting on the bed doing some huge jumps. Huge jumps. How can we use those lanky legs of yours, Mr. Toad? What can you see up there? It jumps on your hands. Ooh. Just to get a little bit of extra height, perhaps. We raise it up. <laughs> All right. You pick up this toad. It's pretty <laughs> eager. And you move right underneath one of the rafters so that it's got something to land on. You hold your hand high and you let it leap. And it lands right on a rafter. Looks a little bit confused, but it starts doing some little exploratory hops mm. until it seems to get surprised by something and leaps off and you have to do a dive roll to catch it. You see immediately what's caught it off guard because there's something stuck to its slimy foot. It's a little key. Oh, okay. Well, I think we should put the key in the cauldron. <laughs> <laughs> Essence of key. Obviously. You put the key in the cauldron. It evaporates in a... Puff of smoke into the keyhole of the chest <laughs> okay, of good, good, good. By Jove, you're a genius. So, so we'll put the key into the keyhole. No, no, no it's, it's okay. Yep, this all happened. <laughs> the key turns and both the drawers are now unlocked. In the top drawer, you find three vials of sparkling powder. Ooh. One of them's red, one blue, and one yellow. And when you open the bottom drawer, there's just a powerful stench that comes out. Because in here, all bundled up and labelled and organised neatly, are just heaps and heaps of organic potion ingredients for Shoshana's sordid witchcraft. <laughs> so, like, her dead spiders, her herbs, her eye of newt, that sort of thing. Okay. 
What were the colors of the vials? Blue. One red, one blue, and one yellow. Can we have a look at these uh, cauldrons? They don't have. Oh, they're identical, aren't they? Mm-hmm. That that was that was stressed. What what are the uh, colors of the hilts of the swords? Gold, silver, bronze. Gold, silver, bronze. That was my first thought during the playtest. I went, oh, yeah. I don't know how to make bronze <laughs> as a color out of red, blue, and yellow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, red, blue, and yellow. And then other ingredients below. Okay, and the, the agree, in, can, would we say that these ingredients are specific ingredients or miscellaneous witch ingredients? Miscellaneous witch ingredients. Mm. There are a bit of everything that you could want if you have something in particular that you want to search for. Yeah, okay. What do tongues like? Just drink everything. Yeah. Blue, red, yellow vial. What do you want to do with them? Um, well, I'm seeing some we... some primary colors here, so I'm thinking we could get some different colors out of this. Yeah. And I think that could be useful if we just know why mm. and know what we need them for. Um Okay, so the tongue wants its favorite. I want I wonder if it's uh going to give us any more clues if we just give it a sample of something slightly better than the water yeah what if we try putting some of these vials into the goblet yeah let's, let's try pouring, pouring a drop not all of it we need to save it hmm. of course the cauldrons are magic so you can <laughs> assume that anything that you spend will be replenished uh, so tell me the first thing you do with this i think we should try Mixing the colors. Okay. I think we should put uh, blue and yellow into the goblet. All right. Into the goblet? Into the, oh, into the cauldron, into sorry. The cauldron. All right. So which cauldron? The left one. Okay. You go up to the left cauldron and you take the blue first, was it? Yes. You pour some blue into this cauldron and the liquid inside starts swirling around and it goes a beautiful bright blue. Okay. But you notice also that the middle cauldron turns red. What? So the middle cauldron turns red. Okay. Well, well, what if we put some yellow in the right one? I like it. All right. You pour some yellow into the right cauldron and it does indeed turn yellow. And got the middle the- one yeah. turns purple. Okay. Purple. So, so the middle one turns purple. I mean, maybe the tongue likes purple. Should we try giving the tongue purple? You do notice that <laughs> it purple, is a purple tongue. Yeah, remarkably matches the color of the tongue. <laughs> Perhaps it has been stained over time, yeah. rather than being naturally purple. Ah. So you take the goblet and you take a swig of that purple from the middle one, and you go over and you splash it on the tongue, and the tongue seems wildly happy yeah. and it goes another. Another. Well, refill that. Refill, refill it. that let's, goblet. Let's get it going. <laughs> You do that and you go back and it goes, no, another. Oh. All right, let's go green. I reckon green. this tongue wants green next. Okay, so we put a bit of yellow in with the blue one on the left. All right, so go back to the blue one. You put some yellow in there. And actually the purple one in the middle, when you do that, it just goes kind of gross brown. It would go brown, right? Oh, just, yeah. just kind of gross color. It looks right. very can, can unpleasant. Can we get these? But the left one did go green. Okay, so the left one went green. Well, we could use the green one. Yeah, let's do that. All right, you try to give it some green, and the tongue goes, (laughs) no. All right, we empty these cauldrons. Turn the swords. You you turn the swords, you can empty those cauldrons. Okay, let's do that. And now we 
refill them. Yeah, so Turn remember, those swords when, when back. When we put yeah. blue, the red one... It went red. It went red. And then when we added yellow, it went purple. So if you put yellow in, you get you well, get red in the middle. It might depend on what side as well. So we, we I think we want green from the middle. Why do we want green at all? Why don't we just make That's it a new point. purple? Oh. Okay. <laughs> purple, yeah, purple. <laughs> I like that. It is a purple tongue. Yeah, like purple, the last time. purple. All right, let's make it a new purple. So why don't we just? But we got to try and change up the order, right? No, we got to refill the uh, refill the cauldrons. Okay, turn those swords back. Yep, yep, cool. They refill with clear liquid. And plop a bit of. Should we try yellow on the left I this think time? That's a great idea. You put some yellow on the left, and the middle one turns blue. And we'll put some blue on the right. You put some blue on the right, and that one turns blue, and the middle one turns purple. Let's give this tongue what it wants. <laughs> <laughs> it tries it again, and it goes, same. Uh-oh. Another. So, it wants something purple, and I don't think it's... Was there any... Was there any, uh... <laughs> like, strange turnipy type things in the organic <laughs> ingredients? I mean, Beetroots. probably, but let's say none that seem to match what you're after. Cool. Like that, the cauldron purple the cauldron really purple did seem to yeah. make him happy. Okay, Good. well, why don't we put, what if we, okay, we'll empty these cauldrons mm-hmm. again. Refill them. Yep. What happens if we put just red and blue red. in the middle one? No, 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 because I think we should try red in the left. We haven't tried putting anything in the middle one yet. Okay, well, let's put, put red in the middle one. You put red in the middle one, and it goes red, and the two on both sides of it go yellow. Oh, we got to feed it from every cauldron. That's what we got to do. Ah, uh, you're right. Okay, so let's do that. <laughs> but we don't do that by using red. We've already messed up the purple by using the red in the middle. So we got to empty them. Oh. All right. You, <laughs> yep. yep, you can empty all of again. them or not all of them, whatever you want. Oh, yeah, just empty. Uh, wait. Yeah, you might need some note taking to get this yeah. out. Okay, so let's figure out I which colors correspond. Three. Which co- three, colors yeah. correspond to which thing? So what did we just do? We did you say we put yellow? We put in red middle? in the middle, and both went yellow. Okay, so you put red in the middle. So red goes yellow either side. Okay, and then what happened when we put blue in the blue on the left? Put red in the middle. Blue on the left. Put red in the middle. Okay, and so yellow that. on the right after that made it purple. So that means yellow makes blue. Red. No, yellow, oh, yeah, yellow yeah, yeah, makes blue. Yeah, so whenever you put colour into one of these cauldrons, it affects the colour of the cauldron and, and also the one adjacent cauldron. Adjacent. Yep. And you've figured out that red goes to yellow, blue goes to red, and yellow goes to blue. Do we need to make them all purple? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> We're going to make all these cauldrons purple. Okay, so we need to get... Blue. So they have to all be they at the, all at have the same to time. Be... At the mm. same time. Yes, they all have to go purple. Yeah, at the same time. But so. you also have the capacity at any point to empty and redo one of the cauldrons while leaving of the course. others still with colour. Oh, of that, course. Well, that's, that's the missing link. Then. Of course we do. So what we got to do... Oh, it's so simple. <laughs> <laughs> but so hard. <laughs> My advice, just start. Yeah, yeah so, so start if, if you put blue in the middle, both go red. Yeah. Then you empty the middle and you put yellow in the middle. No, 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 no. stopped. So what you do is you put... Uh, you put... What makes yellow? What makes yellow? Red makes yellow. Okay, so you put some... Oh. 
So you put some blue. I mean, if you just dump it every time you get a yellow, you should be able to get it pretty quickly. Well, then let's try it. Give it a go. I will. <laughs> well, let's start by putting some... Oh, well, no, but we don't want them to go brown, hey? No, you can't let them go brown. As soon as you have three different colors, you lose. Mm-hmm. Mm. So I think we have to draw it in the stages. Yeah. So you want to start with blue. I don't think it matters, as long as we okay. just empty them. Whenever it goes wrong. Whenever it goes wrong. And I don't think we empty the middle one next either. So you started blue in the middle. Yeah. So you've got red, blue, red. Because the blue turns the, the adjacent mm-hmm. ones red. Yeah. Yep. All right. So next step. But then if you put blue on one of the side ones, it'll make the middle one purple. At some point, we might then have to make purple, 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 red. Purple, purple, red. We might have to empty a purple at some point. Uh, Potentially. All right. Well, let's just keep going. Just, well, just yeah, do purple. that. Keep purple, it up. Purple, purple, red. Okay, cool. okay. You added blue to the left cauldron. So yeah. now you've got purple, purple, red. Okay. Now the only way to get. That last one. No, so if we add if we add blue here, right? Yep. We've you ruined extra we've ruined red. this one. Mm-hmm. You will have purple, brown, purple. Yeah. Which means we're dead. Unless you can clear the brown. We just clear it. Yeah. We just clear the All brown. All right. So then you've got purple, nothing brown. Yeah. I mean, purple, sorry. Nothing purple. purple, nothing purple. <laughs> okay, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. Is it? Yeah, because now we fill this one with, I believe, yellow. So we get purple, this becomes red. Does it or does it yellow. become blue? Well, if we fill this with yellow. Oh, sorry, blue, yeah, yep. that's fine. So purple, blue, Nothing. Uh, brown. Oh, brown, yeah, which I'm assuming you're going to clear. Purple, blue, brown, yeah. Clear the brown. Yeah, so then if we clear the brown, we get. Oh, we get. get we get close. <laughs> yeah, you've got, you got purple, blue, nothing. Oh. We're close. Right. I can feel it. You just do it your way, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. We'll just see where we, see where we end. And up. yet keep talking at the same time. <laughs> If you if you feel like you want to for a little bit, you can just take a silent break and then yeah, we can okay, cut we can it and you can you come back and, and give a dis- an explanation if you find it. I think that's okay. Fair. Yeah. Well, why don't why don't we do that? Okay. Yeah. If you want to take a second, a yeah, silent that's cool. study. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think it's about a lot of clearing, and I think it's about isolating things by themselves, and I think that to finish it, you're going to need to have red in the middle. And you're going to need to have two blues either side. That, to me, feels like the step before. So I'm just yeah, trying to get like to that. It. It's good. So I'm trying to work backwards now. And then you add, what, a blue to and the then middle? You just, then you add a blue to the middle, and you, you've got it. Okay. So I'm trying to work backwards from there. How do I get to that? And I think the way to get to that is by isolating them. It's just clearing. Mm. So you can clear it. Those are part it's of easy. the steps to the four-step solution. Then it's easy. Mm. Then you just go yellow in the middle... And then you empty the middle and the right, and then you add blue to the right. But you can't have more blue because more blue makes brown. No, you empty no, both. Okay. You, you empty, empty both. both. Oh, you empty both. Okay. And then you add blue to the right, and then you've got r- exactly that: blue, red, blue. Then you add blue to the middle. Okay, I didn't. I didn't catch <laughs> yeah. it, so okay. I don't. I, I wasn't. That was it, though. That's 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 okay. solution. So and we even got there as a team. <laughs> yeah. And that that was one thing I never I told expected. you. I yeah. told you that if someone says half of the puzzle, the yeah, other person gets the ladder. That's yeah. true. Do you want to talk us yes. through that, Julian? For my so. benefit entirely. 
So Jonah, I yeah, all I needed was uh, for some reason I couldn't figure out the final <laughs> state yet to get to. But so you add you add yellow to the middle, That's and then cool. you get blue on either side. Right. I'm, I'm going to draw it out just for my own yeah, enjoyment, awesome. nice so and slow. In that first, in that first edition, edition, you have so we've got blue, blue yellow, yellow, blue. Because you've added yellow to the middle. Blue, yellow, blue, and, and then you that. empty two cauldrons. Yeah, the middle, the middle and, the right. and the right, for example. Okay, so now you have leaving blue. us with blue. Blue, nothing, nothing. Yep. Awesome. And now blue. you add blue to the right. Of course. And then you get blue, red, blue. And then you add blue to the middle. Beautiful. And boy, have you, you got get three purples? Purple. <laughs> and a P there. And a P there. Fun fact: uh, you can do the entire puzzle only adding blue. If for your first step you just added blue to the left. Yeah. And then you got red in the middle, and then did the same thing, Empty cleared it. that out. Yeah. So it is a puzzle you can do only yeah. with the blue die. Yeah. But there you go. Now you now have three different cauldrons with, mm. with purple, mm. all I guess slightly different because mm. of those cauldrons. Yeah, they had a little out. bit of funny corrosion in them that made them taste <laughs> a tiny bit different to the sensitive tongue's mouth. But the tongue wants green yes. now. <laughs> <laughs> purple so last year. Okay. Well, let's. Scoop up Feed this tongue No, well, we probably got to put it Like take a little bit From each goblin, right? Goblet <laughs> Hey, what are you doing? It's my purple <laughs> Cauldron <laughs> No, we just start feeding him And you then he'll tell us Which one we want next Okay Whichever way you choose uh, <laughs> You've solved the puzzle I'm giving it to you Okay So you just Forget throw stuff At this tongue Okay And it loves Whatever it's giving you Um and you just cut mouthful after mouthful to it. And after it's had a gulp from each cauldron, it makes a happy mmm. And it curls up on itself. It curls up so tightly that it looks like it's shrinking. It is shrinking. Mm. It's going back into the cupboard. And the cupboard door swings open like it was never sealed in the first place. You peer inside and you find pages upon pages of what look like diabolical spells and potion recipes. Some of it is really insidious stuff, but there is one page that catches your eye and you are going to get to see it. Ooh. The page is titled Poisons, a general guide to the common yet deadly ingestibles. The first <laughs> paragraph says in spooky font <laughs> thank you prevention to shield death's touch crush roses three add one bugs clutch clutch, clutch. that's gonna be funny on then the audio coat on the <laughs> it could have been one bugs dutch it, <laughs> that's what a spooky font gives you so that's prevention that's, that's not risk. what we need we need antidote well, yeah, we're past the prevention phase. Yeah, yeah we? we're dying here. <laughs> a natural slime, the poisoned source. These things combine for your main course. Okay. My God. The frog. And the mushrooms. Amazing. Okay. So. We're going to have to get the frog to collect the mushrooms and yeah. then we're going to take his slime. Is it. You you know you were onto something when you wanted to lick this frog. Yeah. <laughs> right at the start. Okay. You're half cured already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so we grab this frog. All right. And we take Woo. him over to the corner where mm -hmm. the mushrooms are. All right. Uh, but what if he dies up there? From the thing? Yeah. Well, he won't die straight away, right? I don't, look, <laughs> you I want think, to martyr the frog? I don't know what, if we've got any other options. Does the broom reach up to these mushrooms? No, it doesn't. Not Too tall high. enough. 
Only the frog toad has the power. All right. Well, lift your hand up All nice right. and high. I raise this frog up You to encourage the, the toad to do one of its spectacular jumps into the rafters, but it stubbornly refuses to get too close to those death spores. It must know how painful they are to touch. What would be a... Maybe we should read the prevention paragraph again because we kind of skimmed over that. Because oh, yeah. Then oh. the frog won't get... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I, do, I do love that you just read it and you're just like, well, how do we stop this frog getting hurt by the mushrooms? <laughs> There's probably no way. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be done. To shield death's touch, crush roses three, add one bug's clutch, then coat on the... Okay. All right. Do we have a mortar and pestle? Oh, we have a cauldron for brewing. Right, I think that's that'll And be. your sheer might of your hands. <laughs> yeah. All right. We grab three roses from this drawer. There are indeed roses in there. We take three. <laughs> yep. We, what is a bug's clutch? Um, well, it's bug related. I'll give you that. <laughs> oh, it would be something. Like a little claw? No, but a little... clutch is kind of like a bag. So what bugs have bags? Oh, like a cocoon. In insect terms, kind of, it's like the sack that's full of eggs. The sack Whoa. that's full of eggs, yeah. Okay, so let's let's find ourselves a big egg-producing bug. You do indeed find a labelled thing of fly eggs. Nice. Ooh. And we yep, mash you, them together. You take um, <laughs> the the ingredients as you mash them together. Pretty small. The goblet can probably handle it more than one of the cauldrons. But yeah, you just mush it in your hands, and it's it's kind of nasty, kind of sticky. But if but, Shoshana uh, thought it had magical properties, it probably does. We bloody cover this frog <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the rose eggs con- <laughs> the concoction. All right, you drizzle this concoction is exactly the word I've used over the toad's entire body and it sort of melds into its body slime. Ooh. Toad looks puzzled, but a little bit pleased. Maybe it can feel its constitution rising. <laughs> Might as well test it out. So you again, you nudge it to jump up into the rafters as close to the death spores as you can get it. It hops along the rafter, stares at the mushrooms, and then continues hopping right towards them. Nice. Touches one with its front feet, and just like with the key, the mushroom sticks to its skin and the toad pulls back, and the mushroom pulls free with it and both drop to the ground. Okay. So let's give this toad a lick. <laughs> Wait, do we have to like mash them together? I don't know. That you got you got some, you know, stomach acids. Do the work. Combine so just, it. Just eat eat the mushroom and lick the frog at the same time. Yeah, we got two heads. <laughs> we time it right. <laughs> Down it goes. Yeah. All right. I'll buy it. One of you licks the toad again and one of you scarfs down the mushroom. Down the hatch. Exactly the same time. And you just, you you hold your nose as it goes down. You aren't sure if you feel better, but you've done all you can. And you sit there, you wait for a minute and you feel your combined stomach gurgling it all together. And nothing bad seems to happen. Okay. So from there. You decide to grab a single souvenir to best show the queen that you've survived an encounter with the Jade Witch. What will it be? Crystal ball? I mean, that's pretty witchy. What about the hat? The hat, I like the hat. It's got to be the hat. All right. What about the toad? (laughs) Our old friend. What if the toad dies on the long road through the Jade Forest, you know? We set the toad free. Then the (laughs) the queen will be like, oh, so where have you been? And we'll be like... (laughs) 
oh, we all we had. Oh, check out this story. <laughs> we have the story. <laughs> we killed the Jade Witch. That, and also, the hat could be anybody's hat, you know? Well, I don't know. She's got a famous hat. If she has enough skeletons in the dungeons, we'll get them talking, and <laughs> that'll prove true. it. <laughs> okay, I'm happy with the hat. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You grab the hat, and you start your journey again. You resume your journey through the forest, and you do not drop dead. Hours pass, and if anything, you start to feel more refreshed. By the time the palace comes into view, you could take on a whole army of jade witches. You approach the entrance, you hold the hat aloft, and you declare that the slayers of Shoshana request an audience with the queen. She emerges from her throne room, an impressed yet anxious look on her face. You have done a great deed for the whole realm, and you will be justly rewarded. But... I must ask, was this the fiend responsible for abducting James? Did you see him? Is he alive? I knew we should have taken the frog. <laughs> should have taken the toad. <laughs> you reflect on your time in Shoshana's hut. And more importantly, you think about the slimy hot-footed toad that ultimately saved your life. Oh, no. Yes, you answer. But if you happen to know where to find a good witch, you might want to engage her services. Oh, that's so funny. And that's the end of the story. Oh, wow. All right, so that's the end of that episode.